Although Admiral Byrd's American expedition to the South Polar regions may well claim to be the biggest thing of its kind ever attempted and ultra-modern in its equipment, you'll notice they still rely on the husky dogs for certain aspects of the work. Film supplies with which to record the work are just one item in a most elaborately planned expedition. It includes 12 naval vessels, 4,000 men and a number of planes. Expeditions have been sent or are expected to be sent by Britain, Australia, Norway, Chile, Russia and the Argentine. But Admiral Byrd's will surely be the biggest. Eighteen years ago, the American Admiral went south like this. The film record of that time provides an amazing contrast with the comparatively luxurious equipment of today. But the icy polar weather will not have changed. And they'll be using Little America as a base again, the plan being to survey the whole Antarctic continent. Scientific objectives are said to include meteorological study and minerals, perhaps uranium. Antarctica. What the mm. fuck is going on down there? And why if you so like there there are military bases down there. Like okay. lots of countries have military bases down there. And if you show up in Antarctica, they will kill you. They will shoot you in the head. They'll like as you're like if you just start if you just take a boat to Antarctica, get off and start walking around, they will kill you. Like I saw some like the the conspiratorial part is like oh there's a, something under the ice out there and there's like an underground uh, civilization or the remains of Atlantis that kind of thing or whatever. But like the part that's not really debated is like yeah you cannot go to an Antarctica like you can't go there they'll shoot you. Yeah so uh, I've heard of people uh, I, I don't know if it's immediately they just execute you. From what I've heard they're like leave get off because um, you can't privately make your way to Antarctica. What, what is it, hot? It's cold. Damn cold. God damn, it's cold. Damn, that's a cold-ass honky. Date is August 10th, 2023. I'm here with Noah, Fabulous Six-Pack, the Long Lost co-host. It's episode 203, and this is a new live cold and chilly son of a bitch. After a six pack, this is a new live son of a bitch. <laughs> this spit nipply out. I mean nippy out. <laughs> what am I say? Nipple. <laughs> uh, there is a nip in the air though. Antarctica is the coldest place on Earth, containing ninety percent of the planet's ice. It looks almost like an alien planet, and there are some who think it's hiding proof of aliens themselves. I can't feel my fingers anymore. I lied. They're, they're, they're numb. Maybe you should wear these extra gloves. My hands are starting to get sweaty. Extra gloves? You've had this pair of extra gloves this whole time? Yeah. We're in the Rockies. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. What? I'm gonna kill you! I'm gonna kill you, Lloyd! Calm down! Right now, I'm gonna kill you! Harry, you got that crazy look in your eye! 
Six-pack episode 203, and it is cold in here, dude. Did you shut the door when you came in, Noah? I, I don't know, man. It's really chilly. It's fucking freezing. Hang on. Did you, you didn't I shut can't. the door, did you? Oh, I might not have. All right, hang Why on. Don't you go Jesus check. Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, now, it did, see, it's not so cold in here anymore. Did you notice that? I did notice that. I I also noticed that the, the wind kind of stopped before you shut the door, which is oh, just uh, it was a crazy late, Blame the latency. Yeah, it's the latency, probably. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Or sound see? equipment. See that? See, it opened at the same time. That's it. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Almost a little bit before. So weird. Oh, shit. Now, okay, hang on. Let's try that again. <clears throat> hmm. <laughs> What's up, man? Not much, dude. It's been a while. How are you? I mean, it's not it been, a been a while since I've talked to you, but it's been a while since we've been on the show. I think it was Dreams with Spencer and Lorian. Dreams 3, maybe you were on. Told that whole story, yeah, whole last story about all these blue people or the blue things in the sky. And everybody got sucked up into a vortex. It was a good story. Mm -hmm. yeah. It was. It was, good. Good. it was a good dream. It was a good time. Good time. I'm glad to be back. My yeah. life's been a little bit crazy, which is why I've not been on. Same. My meantime, life's been crazy also. enough. Yeah, and I'm still not. I, I skipped last week. Crazy and lazy. That's like um, that's the two. They go hand in hand. Yeah, I um forgot to boot up the shot collar, so I got to do that. That was the one thing I forgot. Yeah, to do. you should you should uh, you should do that, man. Yeah. This, All right. Uh, is an advanced way to improve your um uh, active vocabulary. I mean, I think it's pretty extreme. It shows your you know your <laughs> devotion to becoming a better broadcaster. Yeah, where many a broadcasters would do this. I think David Letterman would have been even bigger if he had if he had come up with something like this and done it on the show. Uh, he, yeah, well, he needed a shock collar for all kinds of reasons. Wear a shock collar. Yeah, what, what phrases would Joe Rogan have his shock? Uh, it's entirely programmed to shock him with. Entirely it's entirely possible, possible for That'd sure. Have you tried DMT? For sure. Um, he says like a lot too. Mm, he probably says it just as much he as does I say like. Oh, more we'll put a shot for sure on you to get you in California. There's no way he doesn't say like more than you do. That's true. I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, anyway, well I get this. I, I admire your devotion to this bit, and I think it's it's pretty awesome. So, just for the oh. if the viewer, just their listener doesn't know, doesn't understand at this point, Chris has a uh, shot collar that he has had programmed to shock him um, every single time he says the word like. And that's and why I we're in the same it. house and not the same room. Because if yeah. he says like, I'll also get shocked, and nobody needs that hassle. I don't believe I'm as bad with it as you are, or you used to be. But uh, I definitely you would you would get shocked a few extra times, and I felt that I've, I've I, started I to realize it out that, to make sure that he wasn't just lying to us, y'all. I'm fact checking here. I'm doing the science, <laughs> yeah. and uh, it hurts like a motherfucker. Let's be honest. Like I mean, at least unless but you it's a, it's a weird kind of hurt, right? It's shock not. Percentage. It's not real pain. It's more just uncomfort because the, like uh, the electricity. It's just it's like tenths of a second pain. It's electricity. So yeah, it's but going it feels weird. Light, it like goes basically. down your neck and into I mean, your arms. It's, sometimes. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's. I mean, you would know this better than I. I only tried it once, and I said, "Fuck that." So uh, <laughs> definitely R E S P E C T, man. We were joking around again, sir, and it went too far, just like it always does. Someone always gets hurt. 
Well, let's um, open the door back up and talk about Antarctica. Because it's... Uh, oh, God. It's, a, it's, it's fucking cold as fuck out here. But we have come... This is... We're actually broadcasting live from Antarctica because I don't know if I told... I know I told you this, but I don't know if I told the people this. You... There are no phone numbers you can die in, dial. There's no phone numbers you can dial in Antarctica. You can't actually get a hold of anybody there. And uh, so that made me think: Is this place even real? And I got a, I got on a little paddle board. You know those little you know those little paddle boats that two people pedal. They have at state yeah. parks and stuff. You rent them for like ten bucks an hour, maybe twelve bucks an hour. And I I got on one of those. I only had one person to paddle, so I had to steer extra hard on the to, to the left to make up for the left paddling. I made it out here. I'm here. And then what I did is I had the Green the Berets, the guys that killed Bin Laden, I had him kidnap Noah and drag his ass here, over here. Why? What is it, hot? It's cold. Damn it's, cold. It's damn cold out here. Damn, that's a cold-ass honky. Cold-ass honky out. God mm. damn, it's cold. Yeah, this it episode is. will contain lots of uh, descriptions of the cold, I, guess, I suppose. Yeah. So. God damn, it's cold. Or not even descriptions, just how cold it is. Well, damn it'll, cold it'll, or goddamn it's cold. That'll play a part for sure. Why? What is it hot? It's cold. Damn cold. God damn it's cold. Real cold. It's cold. Well, Real cold. Super cold. Some might say. Some might say. I uh, I, I thought it'd be fun to maybe start with what the History Channel does best, which is sci-fi wrapped in the sci-fi and craziness with a little bit of truth in there but mostly sci-fi, wrapped under the umbrella of history. Hey, it's entertaining. And I'm talking about... Mainly, there's a couple shows, but mainly I'm talking about... <laughs> well, you know what? Not even Ancient Aliens. How about we start with William Shatner's show? Remember that one? Mm-hmm, that was a good one. We covered it in the episode... We First, like, 10 or 12 episodes, I think we covered Harp and Kim Trails with Caleb. And uh, this one... Is the same show. It's William Shatner, The Unexplained. On the bottom of our planet lies the frigid land of Antarctica, the coldest and most inhospitable continent in the world. Stretching over five million square miles, Antarctica is covered in ice sheets that reach more than a mile deep. The average daily temperature is negative 49 degrees Fahrenheit. And wind speeds can reach over 100 miles per hour. Today... Now, we just had 80... What was it? 81 miles per hour the other day? We did. Many uh, apartment complexes got destroyed. Um, I heard from someone who drove uh, uh, down one road in Knoxville, and they saw a roof of a um, store had landed into a house about, you know, a football field away and destroyed their house. Yeah, 80 miles an hour. And this is 100. So, I, on a daily basis. Yeah. So what what would your best thing In to do? In the winter, like, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, well, it's always winter there, right? Isn't that the idea? No, they have summer. We'll get into that later. Okay. Well, uh, anyway, back to Shatner then, I guess. The only inhabitants of this barren landscape scientists who work in research stations scattered across the continent. Mainstream geologists have long believed that ancient humans never settled on Antarctica, 
because of its hostile climate. But incredibly, in 2016, satellite images revealed a curious formation emerging from the ice that some researchers believe could be a man-made pyramid. Recently, there have been a number of reports of pyramids, huge great pyramids in Antarctica. They jut out of the ice and snow and they look perfect, just like those in Egypt. But they dwarf those in Egypt, like the Great Pyramid. One has a perfectly square base that is two kilometers square in each direction. Is it possible, therefore, that our ancestors did actually reach the Antarctic continent and perhaps even settle there? A man-made pyramid beneath the Antarctic ice? If such an incredible notion is true, then it naturally begs some questions. How was such a massive structure built on Antarctica? When was it done and by whom? Antarctica, we have been told from the geologists, has been under ice for many millions of years. However, there is evidence that it could have been free of ice, certainly in certain areas, until perhaps 4000 BC. There are a large number of stories from Polynesia of so-called culture heroes who reached the Antarctic continent. A French academic by the name of Argon put together all of these different stories in a book titled Out of Antarctica. Wouldn't it have been a name? Wouldn't it have been better if his name was Garg? Or Guh, maybe? Probably, yeah. Because his name was Argoyle, so if his name was Guh, or just the letter G, really, be Gargoyle. Academic by the name of Argoyle put together. He could Guh, his name could be Guh. I mean, Gargoyle is a pretty cool name. Or could, his first name could be Garg, middle name Oi, last name Oil. Gargaloilo. There are all of these different stories. Oh, by the way, I so all the stalling was... I did get the shot collar working now. Is it? Yep. Have you been shocked yet? Where's the not. shot counter at? I have not said like yet since I got it turned on. Oh, oh, oh my god! I'm, I'm going to need you to pay attention to the number of shocks throughout the uh, throughout the show. I want to I want to know. I did. I did just. I think I did just say. Actually, did I just say like? This is how we test it right now. There you go. Is it working? No I forgot. Shot? I forgot to plug the power into the second laptop that had it, so I think it just died. Oh, okay. All right. Because it did not shock me, and then I looked over, and the screen was black. But guess what? I did get to use this sound drop for the first time in a while. No. Stories in a book That's titled a great one. Out of Antarctica. The Polynesian people's stories yeah, the describe this strange land with these white rocks that come out of the water, which are icebergs, and other creatures such as seals and penguins. 
and seem to describe an area that we now know as Antarctica. Oh, fuck. Okay. The yep, we're back in action there. I just got shot. Late, 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 and late. This was the place of the ancestors. And they said, this is where uh, we came from originally. Why did they believe this if this was untrue? Is it really possible that the coldest place on Earth was once warm enough to be inhabited by humans? Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. We're working. In We're back in action, people. German geologists collected Fuck. core samples from deep within the frozen Antarctic seafloor in order to analyze what the continent's climate might have been like thousands of years ago. What? Can we just appreciate how nice William Shatner's inflections are? He's a wonderful speaker. I mean, he's uh, world-renowned for a reason, specifically for his voice. Have you heard his musical albums? Yes. I believe you've shown them to me, Chris. That's all you need to know about William Shatner. He covered a two-disc double album from everything from Ozzy Osbourne to Queen to, uh, you know, everything. He's a fun and, guy. And uh, he did not say? sing for one word of any of it. He just spoke. It's a he spoken word his way cover of music. Talked his I mean, way that alone. It. Yeah, amazing. What they discovered was astonishing. In the case of that expedition in early 2017, we used a very special seafloor drill rig that uh, hasn't been used before in Antarctica. So when we used this special drill rig and the sediments came up, we saw immediately more than 60 different taxa of plants, similar to something that you would find in a rainforest in a temperature regime that was similar to what we today know from northern Italy. And finding that on the Antarctic continent, that was the most exciting thing. Because the climatic conditions doesn't today allow any vegetation to survive under those conditions. So based on that location, and the environment we found, I think that the Antarctic continent and the secrets that still need to be recovered will tell us a lot about planet Earth. What do you think? See, that to me... God, man. Sorry, I keep forgetting... Forgetting how cold it is out here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, somehow I stopped noticing the wind blowing. Throughout yeah, well, it's, I just, it fit pretty well. I don't see. Well, the problem is it's cold as fuck, and you don't it's like the noise isn't the issue as much as it is the shrinkage. You know what I'm talking? Oh fuck! Ah, well, I said I said it. I got shot. Did you say it? Yeah. I remember you saying it. Let's look back at the transcript. Yeah. Yeah. No, I said it. Uh, what was I just talking about? Um, why? Why is it hot? It's cold. Damn cold. That's what it was. I, I, uh, we, I, I was saying it's not the, it's not actually the noise of the wind of Antarctica when we have that door open. Do you remember what it was like when we had the door open? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, sure. it's like it's windy. It's How like just windy as shit. Oh, I said it again. Ha ha. I turned the shock level up as high as <laughs> Okay. Um Yeah, I'm but not it's, noticing you say like when, you know, that goes off. Fuck me, dude. Anyways, what I'm saying is we open the door out here, we feel it, it's cold. It's cold as shit. Very cold. It's not the wind. Negative one hundred and forty noise is the average temperature in Antarctica. Yeah, it's not the noise that we have to worry about. It's the freaking shrinkage. You know what I'm talking about? The shrinkage. It is. Yeah. So, uh, and I think everybody knows what we're talking about. This is the most important factor when it comes to Antarctica is the shrinkage. I was supposed to see her. She wasn't supposed to see her. The average temperature. Well, the let's do it. Antarctica is negative 71 degrees. That so makes your dick shrink. I was off there. Oh, for sure. That makes your dick go inside of you. Yeah. So, I, I just, I, cause we're really about facts and fact based research here. So I figured we go back in our history books. Everybody learned this third, fourth grade, common knowledge, the Seinfeld episode where Jerry has to help George about his shrinkage issue. I was supposed to see her. She wasn't supposed to see me. <laughs> so what? Well, ordinarily, I wouldn't mind. But. But what? Well, I just got back from swimming in the pool. And the water was cold. Uh, (laughs) You mean shrinkage? Yes. (laughs) Significant shrinkage. So you you feel you were shortchanged? Yes. I mean, if she thinks that's me, she's under a complete misapprehension. That was not me, Jerry. That was not me. What's the difference? What if she discusses it with Jane? Oh, she's not going to tell Jane. How do you know? Women aren't like us. They're worse. They're much worse than us. They talk about everything. Couldn't you at least tell her about the shrinkage factor? No, I'm not going to tell her about your shrinkage. Besides, I, I think women know about shrinkage. How do women know about shrinkage? Isn't it common knowledge? Elaine. 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 Do women know about shrinkage? What do you mean, like laundry? <laughs> no. Like when a man goes swimming afterwards? <laughs> it shrinks? Yeah, so, uh, you know, Lane didn't know about it. See, that's, I'm going to tell my grand, I'm going to tell my grandkids that Jerry Seinfeld was George Washington. Not a bad plan. Mm-hmm. If your goal is comedy. No, I just, I just, I think uh, he was just made, he would have made a great George Washington. Jerry Seinfeld would have made a great George Washington. Not in not playing him in a movie. I mean, in real life, Jerry Seinfeld would have made a great George Washington. I suppose if Jerry Seinfeld was George Washington, <laughs> and George Washington wasn't George Washington, then George Washington would be Jerry Seinfeld. Dude, get what that motherfucker some wooden Seinfeld teeth. Would He's going to be great. He's going to be a great George Mr. Washington. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, you know. I. Do you want to hear some more History Channel, or do you want to save that for later? What's it about? Like, what, what are we getting at here? Are we just describing well, Antarctica? First of all, we heard Shatner describe that, oh my God, it was crazy that there were different types of land masses in Antarctica because there used to be greenhouse uh, level conditions to have plants grow. Remember, that was kind of the 
That was kind of the Shatner. That was the basic pitch from Shatner. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's more of that. And then, like, uh, there's some ancient aliens. That was just the unexplained. There's also ancient aliens. Oh, shit, I said, like, I said it again. Why do I always say it a second time? I don't think you did say it. I don't think you said it the first time. I, I think did. this thing is just No, I know I did. I know me. I did. I've, I've been able to recognize it. Okay. I guess I'm not paying attention. Ah. See? You didn't say it. No. You didn't say it. It's, it's delayed. It's delayed by about five to ten seconds minimum. I mean, that was more like 20 seconds. If it was based off the first See, time. you I just said, said like. You just said it like three times. I just said it. I mean, just now. I didn't say it three times. I said it once. I'm okay. hearing that. Well, I turned you down. I don't think it is anymore. I was going to say, turn down the, uh, turn down the microphone. Um, not volume, but you know. That, that is not input. comfortable. That is not comfortable. I can just tell you that right right off the bat. I know. It feels like someone's like jabbing needles into your neck but not piercing the skin like, somehow. Gosh. It's like um it's a very it's a odd. It's uh, like uh, I said it a couple times. I said it. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Uh Let's let's move on from Shatner. I mean, are we done with Shatner? I think we've we're wrapping up. are very hard to answer your question. Oh good. Let's get back to it. Sorry. It takes it really just takes me out of my uh Yeah, I bet I this is not shocked. I don't think this makes for a good podcast. It's a good <laughs> bit, but I don't know I don't know about the audio part, you know, the listening experience. I just have to get back on this, track. Uh, I just have to get back on every track. Now and then. It, I mean, it I derails the on. conversation to say the least. All right. Here's how we get here's how we get back on track here. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Pretty good, right? Absolutely. (laughs) Too late. Too late. My My time time has come. come. Since shivers shivers down down my spine. Bodies aching all the time. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. Got to leave you all behind and face the truth. Mama. I don't want to die. I sometimes wish I'd never been born at all. I see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the Fandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening. See, that's how we do the show from now on. We just play music. Or we play Shatner because when Shatner's talking, I don't say like. But when other things are happening, I might say it. I just said it. Fuck. Ah. You just you just said it. I mean, 
Yeah. Back to the History um, Channel. Back to the History Channel. I know, I know what I'm listening to to go to sleep tonight. Shatter? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. All right. Here's a... Uh, Let's get back to it. Let's, let's get, get back- into Antarctica. Let's, let's, get let's back to stop it. bullshitting here. <laughs> Fair enough. Let's quit messing around. Antarctica is-, is the coldest place on Earth, containing 90% of the planet's ice. It looks almost like an alien planet, and there are some who think it's hiding proof of aliens themselves. In October of 2020, a sharp-eyed investigator scanned satellite images of Antarctica and comes across a site that stops author Brad Olson in his digital tracks. It's a metallic-looking object half covered in ice, and Olson's sure he knows what it is. There's a perfectly round saucer on Antarctica. Look closer. It sure seems to be a raised disk casting a shadow onto the ice. Olson thinks that as the ice melts, an alien spacecraft has emerged from where it was left thousands of years ago. But what alien would park their ride in such a hostile place? Antarctica and Mars are both extremely sterile environments. If I were a Martian and I wanted to choose a place on Earth to live, Antarctica, it'd be the closest thing to home I could find. Does that make sense to you? No, not the last bit. It'd be the closest thing to home I can find. That if makes I'm a Martian no and sense. I'm trying to get down if to Earth, sterile, and I just cry, no, if it's I a sterile a- place, the reason to go there would be to avoid disease. That would be the reason to go there. Not because it's like your home, which you, which this dude is imagining, I guess, is a sterile place. I mean, it's not Bro, sterile if they're living there and it's their home. And you haven't and seen scientifically, s- you <laughs> haven't seen snow on Mars, bro. You didn't have a good enough telescope then because it's all snow up there, dude. It's Antarctica 2.0. That's what Mars is. No, no, it makes no sense what this guy's saying. No, it's not. It's not like water chemicals. But there's I don't think there's any like snow. I'm being sarcastic. Snow. It's fucking Mars. Like, it makes no sense what this guy said. I'm well, different chemicals freeze at different different temperatures. Anyway, if there, were, if there were, if there, if the alien was like, hey, if a Martian was like, I want to go to Earth, he'd go Antarctica because that's the most like his climate. A ride in such a hostile no, place. He, originally, he Antarctica says sterile. And Mars are like, both that's okay, well, that's that's fair. The sterility part is true, but not really because we have living the, the, life the there. The problem is life. that he compares the sterility to like, how, like that would be most like their home. How the fuck do you know what their home is like? This guy's bullshitting at that point. I, it sounds like they mashed up like two different conversations into one and it doesn't make any sense because he goes from the sterility of Antarctica. That would be the place that you would go. Ah. Ah. You didn't You didn't even say it. I, think I didn't gotta, say it. You didn't say it. You said it. Sure. It's, it's it, no, it, I think it's picking up words that sound like it, which I just said it just then. But I mean, it's that was a proper use, you know. No, it's pick, it's picking you up. I'm looking at it. I gotta turn mm. it down more. Well, if it picked it up just now, I mean, you shouldn't expect to get oh. shocked within the next. No, few they're seconds. saying I said it. The chat's saying I said it. Boobs and then it say I mm. said it. So. A ride in such a hostile place. Antarctica and Mars are both extremely sterile environments. Okay, so that's kind of true, probably, but not really. Yeah. So you, because, well, I mean, I mean, Antarctica and, and and Mars. Have you seen penguins? Have you seen fucking penguins in an aquarium? They're gross looking. They got like gangrene. They look like. And by the way, that's another thing, reason I think Antarctica doesn't even exist because every time, oh, f- fuck, you didn't every, say oh, every time I, every time. I see 
uh, March of the Penguins or Planet Earth, the penguins, they look completely fine. They don't have any red shit hanging off of them like a like a infected vulture. But all the time I see penguins. Whoa. You did say it that time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've been saying it every time. All the time I see penguins. Uh, fuck this really. It's sick me. and they look like shit in the zoo. I get what you're ah! saying, but I mean, it's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Okay. So, oh, okay. Anyways, I think that the penguins, they must be giving them really good vaccines up in Antarctica or something. Because I don't see them anywhere in the documentaries. They look healthy. And then in every it's, aquarium it's or zoo. It's not their original environment, man. Yeah. It's, they're, they're taking them out of their original environment and they're keeping them in some form of a cage. It's, yeah, it's, they're not going to look fucking. Wait. So it's not like, like it's, wild it's not because it's sure. sterile in Antarctica? I don't know. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're getting <laughs> bacterial infections and shit. I don't fucking know. Like, what? Uh, like, I'm, I'm, yeah. Anyway, I I, I don't I, think we have any direction here with this conversation. I think, um, you know, we should start somewhere here. So, like, okay, so, let me go. Let me get through this and then I have a narrative we can get to. All right. Or, or okay, you can let's take, get to a narrative. Can, actually, you can direct us probably from here. I'll pass the baton over because I'm tired of getting shocked. I were a Martian and I wanted to choose a place on Earth to live, Antarctica. It'd be the closest thing to home I could find. Okay, so he's a George Haas, chairman of the side. Yeah, he says Mars and Antarctica have a very sterile environment. Okay. Similar. <laughs> lots of... But I thought okay. Mars was hot and Antarctica's cold. Yeah, it's they're just... Yeah, he's this is bullshit. But continue, please. Hey, uh, this it's is the History Channel. Disclaimer, this is bullshit. It's the History Channel. They're it's, always it's, right. It's entertainment, man. They're just trying to make something entertaining. It's not uh, educational. You mean I so watched 17 hit. seasons of Ancient Aliens for no reason? No. There's some good bit tidbits in there, man. <laughs> you know? It wasn't all a waste of time. Just <laughs> mostly a waste of time. I didn't watch a second of that show. The only time I've watched Ancient Aliens is the cool clips for this show. <laughs> Sterile environments. All right. If I were a Martian... And I wanted to choose a place on Earth to live, Antarctica. It'd be the closest thing to home I could find. George Haas, chairman of the Cydonia Institute, thinks Antarctica was much more than a Martian rest stop. He believes Earth and Mars were twin cradles of an interplanetary civilization. Contrary to mainstream science, he claims that this pyramid-like structure and this human face are not natural Martian formations. I believe the structures that we're finding on Mars were either built by an indigenous Martian culture or they possibly could have been done by us a long, long time ago. Which brings us back to the saucer. Olsen thinks it could be how the ancients commuted between the two planets. Could it be that this is a shuttle to go back and forth to Mars with some of the presumed bases that exist on the red planet? Antarctica was once on the equator, and plants and dinosaurs thrive there. It seems fantastical, but the fossil record proves it's true. And now some believe we're on the verge of a similar revelation about the continent's connection to Mars. The only way to separate fact from theory is to turn to our experts. You want to guess who their expert is? Who? I, I, I wish it was. I wish it was Bill, Bill Nye, the science guy. No, I no. 
I, I wish it was William Shatner. But yeah, you're up. You're. It's even more. Uh, well. Science writer and forensic video analyst Mick West. Mick West. Mick West. Yeah. Okay. Keep <laughs> going. going. He's All their right. expert. Takes a 3D yes, look at Olson's downed UFO. I tried orbiting around the image to see what it looks like from different angles. Your perception of it kind of changes. And now instead of it looking like a disc, it kind of looks like a little lake of water. It was just a lake of water, dude. I've looked at it. I could tell it was just uh, an upside down. Antarctica is just a lake in the ocean. No, the UFO. That's as big. No, no, no. no. The UFO oh, oh, okay. they're, they're zooming in at was just a lake of water on, on Antarctica. Cool. <laughs> so they did a whole segment on the History Channel called The Proof is Out There. On the show, the proof is out there. And there's no proof. And the and proof they lake. started with was a, looked like a lake, and then they flipped it upside down, and even Mick West, the UFO guy, is going, that's a lake. <laughs> West <laughs> takes a 3D look at Olsen's ah. downed UFO. I tried orbiting around see, thought, the image thought to see lake what it looks like. like. No, I said, that's blank a lake. I said the word oh. right before lake. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think lake, you know. All right, continue. Well, let me try it. Let me test it out. Lake. Lake, lake, lake. Now the transcript shows lake coming up. Yeah, four lakes in a row. It says it typed out right All there. Right. So, from Good. different angles, Good the perception of it kind of changes. And now instead of it looking like a disc, it kind of looks like a little lake of water. And I think what we're seeing here is an example of what's called uh, the crater illusion. The human brain has evolved over millions of years into expecting that light comes from above. So our brains automatically interpret this image as being a raised up disc, and they interpret the other image from 180 degrees as being a depression. West is certain about the crater illusion, but NASA's Bob Anderson is more open. Would you consider Mick West a UFO guy? Uh... He's done some UFO shit, right? I thought so. Let me let me give him a goog. I, I thought he was a UFO guy, but if he's a skeptic, then... But I thought he was a UFO guy, and he, even, even he is going, well, this is clearly a lake. Let's see. Mick West. Mm. Oh, no. He's a skeptical investigator. No, he's the shit fucker they always talk about on OBDM. I had him confused. Okay, so now I'm now I, I take it all back because he's a skeptic. So maybe it really is a UFO, and he was just saying it's a lake. But if you look at it, it looks pretty much like a lake. Yeah, well, then it's probably a lake. <laughs> Minded about the strange formations on Mars, he thinks they were likely created by erosion and other natural causes. But he's keeping an open mind until we can inspect them in oh, person. Together works it. What Man. we should do is go study them. And I'll give you a perfect example on Mars. We looked at imagery for a long time and said, well, Mars is a dead planet. It had no water. It had nothing. And now we know that Mars had an ocean that lasted early in the four billion year mark. And so the ideas and the hypotheses are constantly changing. Our verdict we think West is probably right that the saucer is an optical illusion. But just as Bob Anderson thinks the formations on Mars are worth investigating, George Haas says there should be an Antarctic expedition to examine the saucer-like shape. And on that, we can agree. Well, what do you think about that? 
It's a good assessment. Yeah. And Always the show called The mind, Proof is Out There. the facts. The show called The Proof is Out There. The main proof they present at the end, they agree that it's not a flying saucer. Hey, always keep them guessing, man. I think they should call that show The Proof is Somewhere Else. The pr- the pr- somebody else has the proof. That would be a good name for the show. Call it the show. The proof <laughs> might be here, but it's not. Uh, that's basically the, the, yeah, that's how it goes. Each episode. You, anyway. Can we yeah, step, man, back, can we mean, step back um, outside? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, you know what? Hey, all right. So here's the deal. I have to take a piss. <laughs> but before you do that, I let's, get back. Hang on. Hang on. Let's go outside and talk about this nitty gritty. Yes. Let's take a Let's let's go back. Let's just go right back outside for a second. Okay. Uh, you go take a piss. Make sure you don't get too much shrinkage. I'll avoid that. I'll, I'll, yeah. All right. Do everything I can. And when we get back, we're going to go away from the History Channel vibe because they don't really have any, any new info. When we get back, we're going to start digging into the meeting here. We're going to lay out an outline. We're going to get into Antarctica. The facts, mysteries, you know, which there are many. We're going to try to hit everyone that you and I know of quickly. Laser point precision? Laser point precision. You expect nothing else from having a six pack. Okay, well, I'll leave. I'm going to close the door. You go pee. I'm going to close the door. It's getting cold right. here. All right. Sounds good. Okay. That's cold. Fucking cold out there, boys. <clears throat> God damn, it's cold. Well, uh, while he's inside, let's keep moving on. I have a. Oh, you know what? I should probably save the Admiral Bird stuff till he gets back. Let's save that. Nope, we have to talk about the his- We have to talk about the History Channel just a little bit more. Yeah, hate to do it to him. Gotta talk about the History Channel a little bit more. Well, hey, in the meantime, we did get a boostergram come in. Holy moly. Look at this. <clears throat> I gotta go outside and tell Noah about this. Actually, hang on. Hey, Noah! Hey, we had a boostergram yes, come in. Oh, you're a right boostergram? here. Well, you're right here. Okay, I was yelling out right to here. the I was yelling yelling out to the Arctic guys. Like I'm over still here at the door, but now you okay? Come inside. I gotta tell you. Okay. I thought you were still like <laughs> rich. I still I still thought you were way far away when I when I said that. That's why I was. All right. Um. No, we had a boostergram. Ah, uh, it's nice and toasty in here. It's way better, right? Uh, yeah, so we had a boostergram come in seventeen thousand. Really install a toilet so we don't have to go out into the wind to go pee. Well, you, you, pisses outside, shits on the inside. Is the rule we kind of? I, I know you're new to the Arctic base. We should we should switch it up. We should do it the opposite way. Shits on the inside, pisses on the outside. I, I was confused. No, the first way. <laughs> shits on the outside, pisses. On, okay, yeah, okay. I was about to yell out and tell Daryl uh, that we we would do him on the. The shit's on the inside now and pisses on the outside. But if you want to keep it the way it is, piss on the outside, shit on the inside. 
I, I think you misspoke the first time, but yeah, I like what you're calling the yeah, absolutely. Piss okay. on the uh piss on the inside, shit on the outside. Hey Dale! Hey, we're doing hey, no, keep it how it is. We're doing pisses on the outside still, shits on the inside, okay? Alright, buddy, sounds good. Dude, fuck that's cold. Alright, yeah, no, fuck this dude. Okay, um, so now we, uh, we do have to talk about the History Channel a little bit more. I hate to say it. Oh, no, the a Boost little Instagram. more? I never do we the- really? Yes. Okay, so we had a boost come in, and uh, it's for 17,420 sats. There's some numerology in there somewhere. Mm. And it's from Booberry, behind the schemes, and he says, Dang, girl, are you a werewolf? Because I'm lycan what I see. It's a lycan. Wow. What's a lichen? So high concept. Hang on, what's a lichen? I mean, that humor is just... Oh, a lichen is a werewolf. It's on another level. The lichen is the werewolf. Yes. Holy shit. If you knew science and you knew like you were intelligent, you would know this off the bat. Now I can die! Now my life is finally complete! Okay. Wow. Yeah. I, I feel like an idiot All for not right. knowing what a lichen is. Sorry, but thank you, Booberry, for the for the boost. We you can well, boost the show and donate. Um, uh, the the boosts. I think it's because we came out way to Antarctica and I didn't do a show last week. But the boosts have been s- not even slim to none. They've been none. So that's the first boost of the show and the last. Well, show, so I, I well, it might be deservedly. I mean, let's <laughs> let's be honest here. Let's be humble. I just had a freaking psychological orgasm. Yeah, you're probably right. So, just for an probably update for the no audience, show. we're we're almost uh, we're almost an hour into this, and we've done pro- probably less than five minutes total of talking about Antarctica between the two of us. So, okay, well, uh, let, okay, let me let me bring it back home. I know I've fucked up before, but let me bring it back. We're gonna home bring because it home. This is important. Let me bring it home. This is how Admiral Byrd. Well, this is from the show Ancient Aliens on History Channel. Admiral Byrd made a lot of (laughs) unusual statements, including talking about what he called a new kind of craft that could fly from pole to pole. And when Byrd got back to the United States, he was brought back to Washington where he was questioned very heavily about his statements. And allegedly he was told to stop talking about this. Is it possible that entrances to another world can be found at the Earth's poles? And if so, did Admiral Byrd actually pass through one of them? According to some ancient astronaut theorists, such gateways do exist. If we were to discover the other Earth, the place we have sought, the missing world, it would be profoundly humbling. So this would be quite a paradigm shift. History would change in a very major way. Now, Admiral Byrd, that brings us from History Channel to Admiral Byrd. Noah, you have looked at Admiral Byrd probably about as much as I have, if not more. What is your take on Admiral Byrd? Besides that he should have been a bird because it would have been... okay. I don't think you understand how big of a question you just asked. First, we haven't laid out anything about Admiral Byrd for the average viewer, aside from what was said in the the Ancient Aliens clip there. Which was probably um, not even true to begin with. I mean, that he went there? No, they um, said, like, he talked... Oh, I said it. 
They said he talked about all these aliens. Or, or no, aliens, I'm sorry. He talked about all these craft. That that was almost nothing. I mean, and even the rumors about him actually talking about craft are um, not evidential, to say the least. I mean, there's not very much behind it. Um, I don't believe there are any recordings of him talking about craft at press releases and like in particular. I mean, I think that quote of him saying something about being able to travel from pole to pole is an accurate quote, but I think it's taken out of context in this situation. Right. Um, I mean, he was sent. The odd thing about it was that he was sent down to Antarctica. I mean, I believe less than a year after the end of World War Two, when the Nazis were escaping to different areas, they were. That's when Operation Paperclip took place and Russia took a portion of the Nazi scientists and propagandists and uh, heads of state. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, America took the other half and probably more than half. I think it was like around 60, 40, something along those lines. Um, and this is when we started making, I mean, simultaneous, like this is when the beginnings of American, like, I mean, heavy industrialism and capitalism, like taking a whole new um uh, I guess expansion and power across the U S between the, you know, the fifties and sixties and seventies. If you go that far out, um, it's kind of a, uh, this is kind of this, the beginning of all that, I guess. And, and, um, so at that time there was also lots of people like looking for the Nazis essentially. And, um, uh, the way this plays into Admiral Byrd is that, he was sent down there under the guise of like a sort of, I guess, scientific research kind of situation. But he brought a massive armada of troops and gunships and like jets, like fighter jets and shit like that with him down there. And like that was suspicious. Like at the time, um, people thought it was kind of odd that he was taking, I think it added like an element of mystery to it all. Um, you know, there were rumors about the Nazis going to different places across the world to hide, like in large uh, groups. And Antarctica was one of the places. Like now there a lot more plays into this with the history of Hitler and his obsession with the occult and his belief in like a uh, sort of master race that's an ancient race that came before us sort of from another place. Basically, the Nazis, like the true like inner core of Nazis believed in aliens almost <laughs> like I don't know that it's necessarily said that they came from outer space or that. But they're a higher race that came before us mm-hmm. and they were almost entirely bred out of existence. And the goal of not uh, the Nazi, I guess the core propaganda was to try to get back to that master race and replicate the thing that came before and was bred out of existence. Right. And um Hitler believed in, you know, relics and things like the Ark of the Covenant and, um, you know, the Holy Grail, like in Indiana Jones, you know, like those that's heavy uh, reference there. Um, But it's a there's there's some substance to it. And he believed that uh, in Antarctica, I mean, there are ancient tales. One of the oldest legends of Antarctica is about there being like the source of all the races. And I can't remember exactly which culture came up with that. But that they came from Antarctica. Um, and I, I don't know how long ago this is this like culture existed that believed that their ancestors came from the South continent, basically the southernmost continent. Um, 
but uh, I don't remember the details. That is the uh, Aryan. But, that, is, that is the Aryans, right? That's where that term comes from, or is that some fake news? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, the Aryan—that's that, that, what he believed in. That the he what he called the master race, the Aryan race, was an ancient race of an advanced civilization that was blonde-haired and blue-eyed, white, like light-skinned. The and, Nordic and, alien race uh, was more. Ascent, uh, strong parallels to the Nordic alien race that if you're into all that shit and you know about the different supposed races of aliens that there are, which I mean, who knows what's true and what's not, but the Nordics is a very close parallel to what is described as an Aryan race. I mean, which, you know, kind of makes sense. He believed in, you know, all sorts of magic and other technologies and that's part of the, re- so supposedly you know, the Nazis, groups of them escaped to Argentina. They escaped to a couple other, like, countries in South America. And um, they also escaped. There's, I think there's a few other, like, more interesting spots they escaped to. Argentina's the that, one I always um, hear about. Argentina, Argentina's the main one. That's why yeah. there's so many, like, white-skinned people down there is because, the, you know, there supposedly a large group of Nazis went there and, you know, started you know, reproducing and, you know, fucking... They, is over time kind of changed the average skin color of the people in that country, um, in that area. And, but they also went to other countries. They also like and lots of weird pockets throughout the world, but supposedly the military branch, like a, a few of this, like, uh, a large portion of the military branch, like generals and things like that went to Antarctica because they already had a base established there due to a mission to find some sort of relic or, uh, uh powerful technology in Antarctica, um, commissioned by Hitler or something along those lines. I, I'm I'm really fuzzy on the facts here, so please don't quote me. No, you're. But uh, um, y- y- that's the basic premise. But that's so. My understanding is Admiral Byrd. That was a uh, high jump, right? Is the op- the mission that, you're talking about? So high, Operation High Jump. The, the the what I'm trying to get to is I'm laying the groundwork the conspiracy around Admiral Byrd Admiral Byrd's mission down there with all of that military power and might. Like, what's the purpose of taking all of that on a scientific research jump. mission? So high you jump know, is the mission jump, you're exactly. talking about. Just to back. Uh, that's, just I mean, we, that's Admiral Byrd's major visit. I mean, that's right. that's his that, that's what I mean, I'm pretty sure that might that might be his only visit to Antarctica. Well, no, because um, this is uh, 1935. This is from National Geographic Archives. Planes will add a new dimension to Antarctic exploration. Richard E. Byrd. First to blaze an air route to the North Pole prepares for a similar flight over the bottom of the Earth. So he was real. He he had already in 1935 was preparing to fly over the South Pole just by himself, like a small fleet as an explorer. Then he comes back in the time you're talking about with high jump, with what was it? Warships, planes, thirty something. Airplanes, vessels, several thousand men. Like uh, tons of men. It yeah. was it was it was a mass more than it was an a, exploration. Basically, it was a military operation. Like right. the equipment used, it was described as a scientific operation. It was um or you know, um explorative operation basically, but like it was essentially what actually got sent there was military. And they came back way earlier than they were supposed to. And there's this basically this theory that they were trying to go and find the Nazis who were down there in the base and exterminate them or take control of them or something along those lines, integrate them. I'm not sure. 
but um and then something went wrong a lot you know i mean and that's where there's just so many theories surrounding admiral bird and there's i mean the biggest bullshit about it is his journal that got published or whatever the secret mm-hmm. the lost the secret lost diary the lost of admiral diaries, bird admiral and there's bird. all these he met with these aliens and they showed him the entrance to the hollow earth they and there was like i mean they were telepathic and there was UFOs and it was like an ancient civilization that was there that was super advanced, but in a different way. And it was like, but the thing is, is that I saw a a, a breakdown of it that was basically describing it to you as if they were almost in support of it, right? Like it was like a very positive, like it was mm-hmm. like, this sounds amazing. Like what if this actually happened? And then at the end of it, they turn around and they go, okay, so here's the deal the the uh, there's like like a large portion of the book in like the secret diary of admiral bird that's literally 100% plagiarized from an earlier novel like and it's and it's just yeah. it's not well, even well let's play debatable. devil's advocate so, what if what if admiral bird tried to get that knowledge out earlier and he told it to his writer friend who turned it into a novel see chris this is what we call faith yeah, that's um, definitely we get into religious territory. It's, now, my I, I like is, the yeah, take that. That's, that's, uh, so first of all, his I son, want this to be true, and so admirable, admirable, <laughs> admiral Bird's diary was published by his son, but it had this crazy sci-fi cover, and overall, it seems to discredit everything Admiral Bird. And this is the point Greg Reese made on that Infowars video. The, the diary of Admiral Byrd seems to discredit the crazy shit he was saying on TV interviews, which is there's more land out there. There's Greenland, bigger than the United States, past the right. South Pole. He was saying all that on camera, and then this diary comes the out things later. things he said on camera, I believe, are true. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's like, the, but the, the diary was done the diary to discredit. It was basically an operation. Yeah, I think, that, like I think you're a, right. I think the diary is an op to make Admiral Byrd discredited. Yeah, I mean, it... it, it it adds in a bunch of bullshit that he didn't actually say. And I mean, he was being honest when he did those interviews directly after coming back before he had been told not to say anything more. Like there was a certain point where the government reached out to him and told him that he can't talk about this anymore. And all of the interviews stopped mm-hmm. unnaturally. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I, I agree a hundred percent. Uh, and so, um, so, I mean, that, that's, that's basically, uh, this, the journey of Admiral Byrd, Operation High Jump in particular is the source of like a lot of conspiracies and like ideas and stuff that come around Antarctica. And I mean, I mean, even the actual discovery of Antarctica is, is, uh, incredibly debatable in a scientific way to say the least. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the official discovery year of Antarctica is in the eighteen hundred, early 1800s, I believe. Um, however, there are maps from the Piri Reis map, which is a renowned, world-renowned map, ancient map, um, put together from about five other more ancient maps, older maps, um, and we only have half of it. But the half of it that we have shows the coastal outline of Antarctica without the um, ice shelf. It's basically, it shows the terrain of it almost to a T. Like there's a few variations that don't really match up, 
but for the most part, it's incredible to look at. And it's from yeah. the 1500s, like 1514, something along those lines. It's called the Piri Reese map, P-I-R-I. I believe it's R, um, it might, I think it's R-I-E-S-E, if I'm not mistaken. But look that up. Uh, your autocorrect will fix it. I mean, it, it's really incredible when you look at that and you see that that map was sourced from even earlier maps, like hundreds of years earlier, some of them. So um, the discovery of Antarctica is much older than we think it is. And obviously, if they didn't outline this ice shelf that might have been there at one point, it might not have been there at one point, um, it's it, it shows evidence that the atmosphere and the like the climate and stuff like that is not quite what we think it is at this point. I mean, especially if you add in Admiral Byrd's description of a lush area within the center of Antarctica, basically. Um, which makes more sense that center is going to be basked in light for a longer period of time throughout the year. It's going to raise temperatures. It's, I mean, there's already enough hydration to have tons of bacteria, bacterial life um, in those periods of time. Wait a minute. Hold um, on. Are you saying that the global climate, including Antarctica, might have changed by itself before humans were driving cars? Yes, absolutely. Oh, what? We don't want to arrest and it, you unless and you I, deny global warming. It changes fast too. I, I think yeah. it's it, the climate change is not only real without without the effect of humans. I think we do add to it. I mean, mathematically, we would, but like not to the point where we're causing it. It's been going on for a very long time, and not only has it been going on for a very long time, it doesn't happen slow. It happens fast because I mean and. We all of human history that we know of is within the last 6,000 years for the most part. I mean, th there's little bits and pieces that go beyond that. I mean, but I, we don't know shit. And we think the earth is 4 billion years old. We think that Pangea happened 290 some odd billion years ago. Or I'm sorry, million, not billion, 290 million. And that's when all the continents were together in a little like fucking glob of spit is kind of what looks like the shape of it you know it's yeah. like uh um you know and we don't know we really don't know much at all and so i mean the the environment has got to change on a regular basis when it comes to coronal mass ejections from the sun when it comes to uh fucking magnetic disturbances the poles shifting um uh, uh interactions with lots of space debris which there should be a ton based off of the um method that we we, we think the uh, universe the earth was created basically um that we interact with on a regular basis is how the moon was created supposedly um i mean so that's something i was thinking about too is what if antarctica is really on the moon think about that no i don't ever think about that chris oh. we were joking around again sir and it went too far just like it always does someone always gets hurt i do have one more admiral bird clip if you'll permit me let's go this is uh how admiral bird got ham this is the storehouse of little america when Admiral Byrd made early expeditions to the South Pole, food was carted in by dog sled for storage. Deep down in the ice, caves were cut, and here the supplies were packed away in a natural fridge, one that no fuel crisis could possibly affect. Now Byrd's explorers are back, and they find the store intact, filled with the food they left behind 15 years ago. 
So in 1935. Frozen perfectly preserved. But where's that axe? Where's Let's that Let's have axe? a bit of 15-year-old ham. Where's that axe? Let's have a bit of 15-year-old ham. So Admiral Byrd in 1935 went, dropped some ham off in Antarctica's butthole, basically. They dug under there, dropped some ham off. 15 years later, him and his boys comes back. It's frozen solid. They slice it open with an axe, cook it over the fire, and he got some 15-year-old ham. That sounds pretty badass. Let's have a bit of 15-year-old ham. Man, that guy should have run for president, dude. He won a, he would have won, dude, but he saw some shit he wasn't supposed to, and they didn't let him. Let's be honest. So here. before we move on from Bird, and I know you and I have already talked about this, we're going to have to come back and pick basically a different episode, make it a series, and pick each Antarctica episode. We'll have to focus on a certain topic because there's so many ways you can go. There's with it. too many. Too There's many so many, and we're we're already so far into this podcast time wise, and I mean we've not really hit fault. the sur- we've not scratched. I mean <laughs> it's definitely your fault, but <laughs> we haven't scratched the surface. Yeah, of what like we could get into here. I mean there are so many fucking legends. There's so many myths. There's so many like scientific theories. There's I mean it's fucking cool. Sh- I mean even just the planet Earth stuff. If you watch the nature documentaries, about it, it looks like it, there's something mysterious about it, you know? It looks like, I mean, it looks like, you know, in Interstellar, when they go to that, like, water planet or whatever, there's something, like, akin to that, like, weird feeling when you yeah. when you sat in that scene, you know what I'm saying, when you look at Antarctica. It's like, I mean, th- th- there's just, I mean, there's so much to get to. And, I mean, we've barely scratched the surface. We've not really gotten into the details of Admiral Byrd and what was said. Well, that's what I, yeah, th- that's that what I was going to say. Let's there's try the to, UFO, but there's let's try also, to nail down I Byrd. Mean, I want to talk about Byrd a little bit more before we move on. And I wanted to get your yeah. actual, what is your, despite the, the diary side, all the theories, like everything. I know you've looked into Byrd a lot. What is your best guess? What is your current opinion on what exactly Admiral Byrd saw? I know that's a question that can't really be answered but what would you think it would be okay so here's the deal when he went out um the really the really controversial part is that he disappeared off the off the um radar for about two or three hours right in his little uh jet that he had in his little plane the plane did not have enough fuel to go for more than three hours. And he was gone for about five. And um, and then he all of a sudden comes back and um, doesn't. there's not really a lot of record of what happened necessarily while he was gone. And um, when you factor that in, when it comes to what did he really see, it's like at that point, I mean, so fucking you, you go out on a plane... I mean, you have three hours of fuel. You're gone for five. What what, what happened in those two hours? Did he land? Was he uh, was I mean he, was he warped? I mean, did he he described seeing lush areas and areas of greenery? Right now, I'm not sure. The thing is, I haven't done enough research to really know the truth on this. I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm being honest here. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Um, I I have not looked into what was what rumors that I've read about have come from his either his supposed lost diary. See, that's the thing with that his history show clip is a lot uh, of it was his diary. Because he did several press interviews after directly after he came back 
within like two or three weeks of him coming back from Antarctica, he did press interviews and then all of a sudden he stopped. Like maybe three weeks in, no more. None. And in one of them, I think he might have retracted some of the things he said in earlier interviews. And that was one of the ones near the end. So like the evidence is clear. I mean, this is the, the way the government ran like fucking back then, dude. I mean, it's after World War II. Like, I mean, the Nazis, yeah. I mean, they, they went, I mean, if they went down there to fucking find the Nazis, they're not going to, I mean, they incorporated Nazis into the government. Like, I mean, they, what they probably went down there to do is not to kill them, but to fucking take what they had and bring them in and fucking integrate them. I mean, it's not yeah. like they, they can't be honest about any of that. I mean, because it's like they know it's wrong. New Schwabenland like, is confirmed so, to be like, real, right? New Schwabenland. Yeah, it was. A, it was. A, it was definitely yeah. a ship. It was. It's definitely an area that they named New New Schwabenland because it had like that. What's What's the meaning? What's the translation? I don't know. But it I probably has something to do with Klaus what Schwab or his dad. No, 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 no. You're just making alliteration there and and. No, Klaus Schwab was a Nazi. I mean, yeah, I am making alliteration. Yes, he's a Nazi, but that's not. It doesn't have to do with New Schwabenland. It's like uh, I'm gonna look up the. I'm gonna look it up. We have the book of knowledge. A book of knowledge. Consult that bitch. Okay, let's see. Newsweek was Davos founder Klaus Schwab's father Hitler's confidant. Looks like it's a, one of those partly yes, but not really answers. So he was a Nazi, but he probably wasn't in the, involved with the making of New Schwabenland, but it's spelled similar. What are you finding? Hang on, let me do a weather check. Okay, apparently New Schwabenland is uh, German for New Swabia, and I don't know what Swabia means, so we're going down a rabbit hole it's that doesn't dance. really have an end. Right, dance is probably like useless. the Cabbage Patch or the Soldier Boy, the Schwabia. Anyway, so supposedly and the fucking aliens landed. There was an alien ship that crash landed in Antarctica, according to one of the major legends about Admiral Byrd. And he found it and saw it. And basically, um, I, don't, I, I honestly, I don't know the details of the fucking. There was no alien interaction. No, that. not that he talks about it's on the news that. anyway. And the spacecraft, no, that no, history sure channel not. thing. I didn't see him, any video of him talking about that. What he says is, well, there's a whole green, great big land there beyond the South Pole, and we're going to go down there, and there's plenty of oil. That was the nutshell version. I love how they all talked like that. There's a whole bunch of oil, and I forgot that we left some ham down there as well. <laughs> the, the ham thing was pretty... Yeah. Let's have a bit of right, 15-year-old so, hack. Right. So what other... I, I, I want to take a cigarette break here in a few minutes. All right. We can do but that. We haven't left enough... We haven't left enough uh, cliffhanger yet. Right? So... What are the major theories about Antarctica going in you, different directions? Right? You want, wait, so there's you want aliens, like a, right? There's, there's aliens. There's Nazis. What else is there? There's also aliens dinosaurs. and Nazis are the two biggies. There's the a big tropical ones. land area. There's the ancient ancestors of humanity who might have lived there. There's the Atlanteans who might have moved there 
after Atlantis was destroyed. And the Martians the might have crash landed there because the climate was there's, similar. There's an entrance to the center of the Earth in a civilization older than humanity itself that's intelligent and might live within the center of the Earth, right? There's fucking, I mean, there's so much there. You just nailed that, all the like, big you ones. You can look at. That's, you hit I mean, every single are, big one. But that's laying an outline. I mean, this is what we could get into with all this. Like, how much time could, I mean, if we're being, like, we're both, I mean, let's be honest here. We've been, this has, this has been pretty fucked up, this whole podcast so far. We started at 1130. It's 1241 a.m. We haven't gotten in to almost anything, really, when you look at it. Like in the so, expanse so of let's, the, look, the well, conversation let's take, pause, pause, pause material here. Pause for a second. Like so this we, is not getting back. into so we have the aliens? actual fucking facts of Antarctica. Let me finish here. Like when you look at the planet Earth, the fucking, the, uh, the, the terrain, the weather, the fucking, the way that like the sunlight, it, like the way that the days are longer and there's like almost no sunset and no sunrise at certain points. Like Alaska. Year. Like Exactly. Exactly. It's the opposite, you know, and then there's like, and then the life that does exist around there, the way the water, like miles and miles of ice freeze and then melts every fucking year. And it's, I mean, and, and then how long has that been the case? Like when you look at, okay, so if there, if any aspect of our predictions about geology and the way that continents have formed over the past hundreds of millions of years are true at all, right? If, if it's true, let's grant, okay, for the sake of conversation, let's grant that it's true, all right? Continents were together and they broke apart and then they drifted over the course of millennia upon millennia of disasters, super volcanoes, asteroid impacts, um, fucking uh, torrential floods, uh, you know, all this shit, right? Yeah. freezing, melting, all of that, um, then that means that Antarctica was at one point in that fucking bullshit uh, uh, history channel uh, clip that you said. And it said that Antarctica was at the equator. At no point in time, including the time of Pangaea, over 290 million years ago, was Antarctica... At the equator. I'm really glad it you said something about that always, because I was thinking the same the thing. Southern Hemisphere. <laughs> I'm really glad you it was connected to the bottom of uh, South America, but the majority of it was connected to India and Australia, what is now India and Australia. Those two took up, I, I would say, about 70% of the the coast of Australia. And it was, it was all one continent, right? Like it wasn't like there was no difference. There was no coast. Like they were completely together. And then they broke off, uh, supposedly, right? We're granting that this is true without looking to, into any of it or looking at any evidence because there almost isn't any. This is just guesses. Almost everything you know in science and fucking history, audience, is a guess. Sorry. That's what it is. Anyway. so Man, uh, if there's a guy in the chat room right now whose username is audience, he's going to feel really called out. You know, I'm sorry, audience. <laughs> I'm sorry your parents called you that, man. Like, I mean, that's, they don't love you. So, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. So, okay, anyway, so I do want to recap in. what you just, so, you laid, you had a great list, though, and I don't want to forget this, because you you said Nazis, aliens, hollow earth, I'm, I'm using less words to describe, like, how you said it long ways, but 
Nazis, aliens, hollow earth. You had a couple more. What were the other ones? Nazis, aliens, hollow earth, uh, ancient, um, basically the Atlantis. Uh, Atlantis migrating down, um, uh, continental drift and the environment changes over time might have been more drastic or less drastic than we predicted. Um, uh, mass, not the master race, but with the, the, the Nazis believed was a master race in previous cultures. The Nordics, um, believed, you know, um, might've come from there. There's There's also the flat earth for the ice wall. That's another aspect. There's an ice wall. There's a flat earth. There's, um, there's the UFOs that might've landed down there and gotten frozen. There's. The pyramids buried underneath. The parent race of the of humans that might have created us, have been watching over us, but basically living in their own um, environment that they've constructed down in Antarctica. There are so many conspiracies and myths that you can get into. Some of them have almost no credence at all, but are fun to talk about and think about because we're going to cover know, them all. We're nerds. If hey, it takes listen, 10 fucking listen, episodes, hey, we're going to do... Can I do- be honest here? If you are listening to this, if you hear my voice coming <laughs> into your ears right now, you're a fucking nerd, dude. Like, I mean, that's the you deal. Yourself, like, I mean, yourself, this shit's cool, suck. but only to nerds. Let's have a bit of 15-year-old ham. You want to take a handbrake? Fight me. I buried. I I forgot. To, I I buried some ham outside. I forgot to tell you because I was inspired by Emerald Bird. Because we are in this Antarctic base. Um, yeah, let's get out there, man. Let's have some ham and a cigarette. I love. I love me some frozen ham. Let's have some ham and cigarette. Let's have a salmon cigarette. Let's go piss in the wind. It's. I mean, not that we haven't been doing that this entire time. Well, yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, but now we're actually gonna we can get up and go go eat some ham and have a cigarette. Let's Rum ham. Remember that. We'll Rum be ham. back, guys. All right, hang on. Right, hang I know on. it's hard. If you're okay. here, I mean, hang on, cl- I, God hey, bless you. Hey, close been, the, hey, I'm, I'm out here, though, but close the, close the door behind you when you come out, okay? I'll close the door behind you. I'm going to say here. some closing words here. I mean, you know, before the what? cigarette break. All right, should I come back? Or, should I come back over just, there? Or just are you, stay right there. Okay. Sorry, guys. I just want to apologize on behalf of Chris. We could have done this more smoothly. We're gonna ha- we're gonna get into some nitty gritty here once we come back from the cigarette. Now I'm um, just hold on, just wait. Um, we'll hit a couple points and then we'll, we're gonna revisit this with more clips, with more preparation, with more respect. Respect. I have a lot of clips still. You know, are they good though? Are you sure about that? Sure about that? Are you sure about I that? I didn't fucking do this. We're gonna smoke a cigarette. Y'all chill out. I didn't we'll do come fucking back. shit. Okay, hey, come on out here. Bring that axe for the ham, though.
Holy shit. Cold out there, boys. <clears throat> uh, I do have bad news. Well, let me shut this door. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, I hate to say this. I hate to, uh, be the bear to break the bad news. But, uh, my co host, Noah on his first day back was raped by a penguin in the Arctic tundra. And, uh, I rescued him from it. But uh, I think we should hold a eulogy for him right now. Just cause, you know, like what, what's something like that happens to you, you know? You don't know if you can move on. You know what I'm saying? And, uh... Like, we just... We moved out here to this cabin. <laughs> we just moved out here. To this cabin. We built it with our own blood, sweat, tears, and wood. Mostly wood. And some frozen ham. Let's have a bit of 15-year-old ham. And we... We built it with our own blood, sweat, and tears. Now, now I'm not saying Noah's dead, but what's something like that happens to you? You're dead inside. No! And uh, we, so we, we built this thing. And uh, when I, when we left, when I left him, I, I pulled that penguin off his, off his body. He was quivering. He was crying. But he wasn't no bitch, he wasn't no pussy. And he didn't ask for his mom. He did not ask for his mom. He didn't go, Mama! He said, Give me a 38 special. And I handed him my gun. And I said, Are you doing this because you were just raped by a penguin in the middle of our intermission for the podcast? Is this why you can't go on living? And he said, yeah. And I handed him the gun. And he put it in his mouth. And I walked away in the snow. Finishing my cigarette. And I, I, kept, I kept walking. I kept walking. And then I, uh, I got down on my knees. And I screamed. Cold. I screamed, God damn, it's cold. It's just cold as fuck out there, dude. Uh, and then I, and then after that, I happened, I, I put my hands in the air and I said, No! I said, God, why'd you have to take no! from us so early? He had so much life to live. He had so much life to give. <coughs> oh, wait, is that him? Wait, guys, I think he didn't do it. Hang on, turn the funeral music off. I think he didn't do it. I think he's back. Are you back? I'm back in black. Oh. Well, shit, close the door behind Jesus Christ. Oh, thank Sorry. God. 
All right. No, you're fine. Uh, bro, dude, we thought, okay, so after I pulled that penguin off of you, I thought you were dead. I thought you were a dead man. I was just having a hey. whole eulogy and everything. I would have literally missed you. That's on my biology teacher. I was never taught that penguins have spiny penises. Spinuses. Okay, so uh, is it, are, do penguins, it's like ducks, right? Are they like ducks? Sort of, just more cute, you know. I mean, I would, that's debatable, to be honest. They sound exactly the What's same. What's cuter, though. a penguin or a duck? Though? No, it's not about the sound. What's cuter, a penguin or a duck? I got to go duck, because the penguins I saw in that aquarium looked like fucking vultures. They had red shit all over them. Hang on. No, dude, there's some penguins right out here. Bro, listen to those penguins. They're right outside the door. You see them? I saw them. Dude, they're walk. Get the, get the fuck out of here! You're mocking dude, me. I told you not to feed them bread, dude. You feed them bread one time, they don't fucking go away. Get the fuck out of here! All right, I think they left. Yeah, I have right. a question. Yeah. Are we uh are we going to talk about Antarctica anymore on this on the uh Antarctica podcast? Yeah. You shut the door and the wind is still going. What the oh, fuck? Shit. Do you okay. break a window? Well, the, I th- I thought the ducks were going to come back for a second. The window must be broken. Physically, th- this makes no sense. I thought. Well, I thought that. See, the thing is, I thought. I thought the ducks were back for a second. Is the problem? Hmm. Okay. The ducks were back. That's what it sounded gotcha. like. With with that, your duck scanner. Fuck, is shit. that your duck no, scanner, the dude? The duck. Oh, dude. I I thought. You no, know, that was a duck repellent. Get the fuck out of here! It should sound like a fruit can. Get out of here! I like how the wind stopped when he cocked your fucking shotgun. That's badass. Get the, the wind fuck out of here! It's scared. Okay. The wind gets scared when well, you I shot cock the your duck. I, shot, I, I think there was a couple ducks out there, but I shot one. I mean, not ducks, penguins. But they sound just like ducks. That's actually a fact. Anyways, I mean, the door's well, closed. Well, you know. The pisses have been taken. The cigarettes have been smoked. The penguins have been uh, rapists. All that's behind us now. Let's... Let's let's Just try a to heads up. If you're a, still listening, let's put a bow on this. You are scientifically a loser. <laughs> you yourself admitted yourself that you suck. You suck. Damn, that's a cold ass honky. All right. We have so many. We like like we talked about earlier. We have so many directions we can go. We can talk about the aliens in Antarctica, the Nazis in Antarctica, but. We wanted to at least touch on the fact, because this is something that you looked into, and you are 100% confident because you have the receipts, the details, the numbers, the data. The elongated skulls in Antarctica. Where did they come from? What happened with those? So supposedly there was an elongated skull found between 1815 and 1829 on uh, one of the Sheriff Islands um, in Antarctica. It's something along sheriff. It's not sheriff. It's something like that. Uh, you'll figure sure it out. Me. You type it into Google. Autocorrect. It gets you. You don't need my help. My point being, um, 
Uh, this was a uh, skull that was found at that time that basically signified that a group of humans traveled or uh, other species traveled to Antarctica, but they had elongated skulls. We're talking like Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. We're talking like some Africa shit. We're talking like, you know, some real uh, some real creepy, you know, like, uh, you know, lowbrow conspiracy shit. Um, and we don't know. I mean, the, 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 the reigning theory is that they were an African tribe who, uh, enlonged their skulls using rings over time, which has been shown to exist, but they existed at a different time and throughout history. So like, I mean, it's, it's one of those theories that they're like, okay, this looks like something we know. So this must be it. And, but you did, uh, the the that tribe didn't exist at that time when um we found the skull so it could be from i mean and the thing with yeah there's just so much here radiocarbon dating is so unreliable there's um i mean the the spot they were found at is uh has uh, like signs of a certain past environment in it like that were like there could have been a tribe that lived there supposedly we don't really know um i do, how who's to say on a, on a scale of like they found the crystal skulls around the world right and those are supposedly made by an artist but they found elongated skulls in a lot of places but the fact that they found antarctica is significant now the dating on those the dating on those seems to be uh, up for interpretation, right? Because the 1800s was what you were saying was the earliest time they found an elongated skull, the earliest dating they've had on an elongated skull in Antarctica. I believe it was between 1815 and 1829 is how they narrowed it down. Because that's that's the thing with radiocarbon dating. You don't get a date. You get a range of dates. You get a range of time that this thing could have been created if all of the uh, variables that you're factoring into your calculation are correct. And there's a lot of variables. And so if any one of those are wrong, it can change the date by a factor of uh, like just a ridiculous amount. And so like everything that we take is true and we have so much confidence in, in our uh, just modern culture, we talk about like, oh, the science says, but like, are you are you personally breaking down the science? Are you breaking it down? Like, I mean, do you look into each of the uh, the equations, the mathematics that go behind that that theory or whatever the fuck? Chances are you don't. And so it's like, I mean, you, you basically everything is on some certain level of faith. I mean, maybe right. it's you're more convinced than the Bible. Or or uh, the fucking you know what the the um what's the Mormon the fucking you know Joseph Smith what, the documents uh, he found the the tablets or whatever the if you're place. more convinced with that yeah then um you know with with the science of the the solar system and all that shit the observations we found how it, but okay so the, on some level you're taking it from a place of faith that you trust that the person that's telling you that knows what they're talking about well, let's go back They've to the carbon the dating math. for a second 
Creationists love to point out with carbon dating that Mount St. Helens erupted in the 80s and it registered as th- like tens of thousands or more years old. Like what erupted. So, oh, I did say like, fuck, ah, shit. I said it again. Stop God. saying it. I'm trying. Don't I'm every time you say like, stop saying I. I said like, because then That's, you get a double fucking. Yeah, I now it's getting me for the double. Ah, ah, fuck. I hate this game. Part of me is jealous of you because you're getting some like level of stimulation beyond me. Like, isn't that so American? <laughs> There's I a, think I'm there's, losing there's circulation some... to my head because this collar, I can't get it to loosen up anymore. And I'm my... jealous. I'm jealous. I want to get shocked. My my circulation is being cut off from my head, and I think that's why I've been so this extra retarded. I think I'm getting like extra retarded from it. I mean, Chris, you could always have the tagline extra retarded. Hang and on. it would fit. No, you you know what? I'm getting I'm getting kind of fucking sick. Like I need I need to I need to sick? make myself feel better. I'm pop. I know. I'm popping out. You know. I'm. Dude, where the fuck did those ducks go? I wanted to shoot a duck. Dude, quick. let's get back to the nitty gritty. Let's get back to the meat. This is what the people want. The people want the meat, and you're not giving them your meat, man. You're not giving them your meat. Give I'm them your meat. I'm using my duck meat. radar. I'm using my duck radar. Right no, no, I got one. Bro. Dude, I'm about to fuck this duck up. Check it out. Oh, fuck you, duck. No, bro. Okay. Okay. Get your gun, too. We'll both shoot him. Pew, pew. Fuck you! I think there was another one, but I got the first one anyways. Alright. Um, do you want to talk about the Nazis that were on Narnaka? Maybe. So we, we we narrowed down a list of things we're going to have to revisit. Like I said, I have a smorgasbord eclipse here. Um, but I think we should narrow it down to one thing. For, I said it again. Fuck! That really doesn't feel good. Um, and man. Damn, that's a cold-ass hey. honky. You know what you need? Jesus. Self-discipline, which is a synonym for Jesus. Yeah. Would that help with my shrinkage problem? Probably. So we've covered Admiral Byrd. We've covered the elongated skulls, which probably could be delved back into, I guess you could say. But, uh, I think uh, I think the Nazis, the Operation Paperclip Nazis and Antarctica is probably something we should maybe maybe talk about a little bit, and then we'll you know decide what we're talking about the next Antarctica shows when we actually maybe right. somebody doesn't have of a short shot collar on or at least has captured the ability to not say like that would probably be a big helping factor. Well, that's on you. That's on me. I'll take the. I said it. Fuck. <laughs> Damn it. Ah. I think it's fucked up that half the times I'm getting shocked it's because I said the word in context of saying the word. I just want to say that in protest. Just, just to be fair, I did highlight that 
before you even began with this quest here. I said that like is an actual word that is very useful in certain situations and is used correctly in certain situations. And every time, whether or not you use it incorrectly or correctly, you will be shocked. Where so a shock you are collar. accepting. I mean, it's the, the dedication is admirable. I put a shock collar I think on you. To, everyone you in the chat who is still there, which props to you, like the fact that you've endured through all of this. Damn, what a man! What an individual! You definitely lost some it. stragglers along the way, but I think that's because I left the door open in the. I think it's mostly everything that caused that was because of you. I'm not going to be honest. I mean, I'm you know this is me being like you know nice. Well, and we didn't have like too many snacks for everybody. It's always about a 15 year old ham. That's all we had to eat. 15 year old ham. I'm being nice, (laughs) but it's all your fault. Okay, we got to move on because I'm still saying the word. I'm I've not said the word l i k e, but. It's all your fault, and I think you need to get that through your head. That's fine, but uh, let's let's talk about you know what? Fuck it, I got it. I and the comments say the shot collar is fake and gay, just like space. So they don't think it's a real shot collar. Say like right now. Say like as loud as you can. Let's wait 15 seconds and wait for the shock. I don't want I I've already it. been shocked enough times that I don't want to do, do it. That. Do it right now on purpose just to prove because somebody accused you of being a liar. Let's see who that was in the chat. That was uh Lifeline. Lifeline. OBD, of OBD Fuck and that fame. Guy. By the way, Lifeline, I believe he lives in Chile, like no joke. If that's the Lifeline hey, I'm thinking of, he lives in Chile. Props to you for being part of the conversation. But just just so you know, you still suck. What the fuck? One got in the house, dude. Hey, you made the beer jingle? I don't give a shit. Guess what? No, he I did. No, 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 no. Shut the fuck up. Listen to this. I've been drinking beer. Beer, hey. beer, 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 beer. That's cool. That's totally cool. It's that's way cooler than I thought it would be. But I don't give a shit. I've been drinking beer. Beer, beer, beer. All right. Beer, beer, beer. Let's get back on track here. I I want to lay out an outline right now for what we're going to cover. So next next episode of Antarctica in the series, not the next episode of Episode Six Pack, but next okay. Antarctica show, deep dive into Nazis. Nazis. We'll be back on late. We'll be back on God God's green earth, we're which gonna, is America. We're going to talk about how Operation Paperclip applies to Antarctica yes. and the adventures and the fucking uh, we'll, uh, what missions that have been executed down in that area. We'll be back on God's green earth. We will no longer be outside uh, in the cold tundra, so we won't have any reason to go out in the snow, get lost, get raped by penguins or anything. Nothing like that will happen. We're going to talk about we'll aliens, the, the lush green area. We're going to talk about aliens. I said it. Fucking God. We're going to talk about aliens. You didn't. You did not say it. We're going to talk about aliens. And we're going to talk about Nazis on part two of Antarctica. Part three, you know what we're going to be talking about? 
What? The the, uh, weather modification system that supposedly um, Raytheon has down there, which there's been a whistleblower testify with Stephen Greer in front of Congress that there's a weapon down there. I have clips on that prepared. I have clips on the ice wall and the flat earth prepared. I have Nazi clips prepared. Let's let's go deep into this. I'll take responsibility. I think the shock, I think I honestly, the shock collar, well, a funny idea makes it really hard for me to focus on anything because I'm just constantly terrified of being shocked. I agree. Uh, So I'll just have to change it to a different prompt from the word like. I'll have to change it to something that's not going to shock me when I say that. We'll figure it out. What's another way? What's another phrase? Antarctica might be a good way. I just can't say that word. No, it's not useful. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I, I like like more than that. Like like. I like like more than that. Weird, it didn't. Let's it shut this shit down. Let's, hang on, let's it did, that's you know what's people. weird is it didn't pick like, up. What the it didn't fuck pick up, is happening? Hang right on, now. it didn't pick up those words. I'm, I'm. That's another thing is I'm also still trouble, troubleshooting this collar because it didn't pick up either of those likes. If I use it as a plural, maybe it doesn't count. Ooh, that's a good loophole. That's a good loophole. Hmm. Huh. All right. All right. Let me let me leave you on a clip here to th- to ponder on here. And let's talk about this before we before we close. I think we have a good outline. I think we have Nazis and aliens on part two and weather weapons and space lasers and uh, flat earth and ice wall on part two or part three. I mean, I think that's I think that's a good that's a good uh, way to go with it. Admiral Byrd is something we can cover across more so. But like like later on, I said, well, I definitely said it there. If I don't get shocked and something's wrong. But uh, I think a good way to go with this is Admiral Byrd is going to crop up in these conversations so much that we don't need to do a whole segment on him. We just Admiral Byrd will autom- just automatically by the nature of what Admiral Byrd had to say and his fake Admiral diary. Admiral Byrd persists. Admiral, yeah. He'll just be in and out of everywhere because every conversation of, of Antarctica and the South Pole involves him because he was around for the first televised and the first filmed discovery of Pretty much all of it. Admiral Byrd was there in Genesis. If we're being honest, let there be light. Admiral Byrd heard that shit. Dude, he watched he ate that dumb bitch Eve eat that fruit the snake gave her. I mean, he, he was probably like drinking beers with a snake. He was like, hey, yo, just like, just, just give it to her. Just offer it. And sh- sh- she's beer. a bitch. Beer, beer, beer. Singing that song while I did it, I'm sure. I got, I got, uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to save that for the next show. I don't want to, I want to drop that bomb on you right now. That'll be another hour of conversation. Dude, let's just hold it off. Like, this has been a train wreck. So they did let's six failed moon missions. be a train wreck. Just title this episode when you release it. Be like, Antarctica. In parentheses, train wreck. Dude, there's a great move. Next episode we do, let that be episode one. 
Uh, I think this laid out a good foundation, and we got all the uh, bits with opening and closing the door out of the way, which, by the way, in hindsight, I think is just uh, the uh, the Hateful Eight or whatever. I think they did that bit already in the Hateful Eight. Remember the icy tundra outside, and they're opening and closing the door, and the door won't stay closed? Kurt Russell? True. Yeah. But, uh, okay, let me, do you know who uh, Hibbler is? Heinrich Hibbler? No, yes, this is Hibbler. Sure. This is Eddie Bravo's producer, Hibbler, on Eddie, the Eddie Bravo podcast. He has his own podcast where he goes even more off the rails than Eddie. That's right. It's and I Heinrich wanna, Himmler, I wanna, not Hibbler. This is Hibbler. I want to play this for you because you're going to just absolutely hate it. So they did six failed moon missions. Cool. NASA was not getting the budget they wanted, the black hole, which turns into indoctrination station, right? So it's like we're we got the country in a sense because the globe was being pushed by the 60s universally. Okay, because they were teaching flat earth through the 50s and 60s in America. People don't know that. It was public mm-hmm. schools, spe- specifically in the 20s and 30s, all over every public school. But yeah. And they hold on, they did nothing to prove you anything but up until Apollo, okay? Even though Universal, the owner of the movie, you know, da, 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 You following this so far? <laughs> I'm following. So that company was out in the 20s, guys, and they were showing that same spinning ball even though no one went up yeah. there until 1969. Nobody went up there. Picard went up there in the 30s and said it was a flat disc. So they didn't. They published it, but they didn't leak it out. Like They didn't publicize that stuff. Now, when I first heard Picard went up there, I thought, is he talking about Star Trek? Well, is he? No, he was not, to his credit. Picard, space... Auguste Picard, Wikipedia. Record breaking record breaking hydrogen balloon flights. In which he studied Earth's upper atmosphere. Auguste wow. Picard. So I thought and I figured, oh, well, he's just like out of his mind because he's talking about Star Trek. But then I looked it up and no, Star Trek uh was probably Picard was named after him. The actual Picard. So you learn you learn something there. Spinning ball. Even though no one went up yeah. there until 1969. Nobody went up there. Picard went up there in the 30s and said it was a flat disc. So they didn't, they published it, but they didn't leak it out. Like they didn't publicize that story. So they started NASA once Admiral Byrd found more land past the 60th parallel. They said, oh, hold on. Wait, there's more continents. Okay, no, we, we can't control, se- we can control seven continents. It's hard enough. We can't do eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. We're going to cut it off. We're going to wrap it around whatever, all the world everybody knows. These seven continents. Okay, they're going to wrap it around and we're going to push this in every school. Rothschild was in on it. All these big boys were in on this agenda and it they hit they hit it hard and they changed all the schools. They started NASA. They were sending monkeys to space first to just make mm-hmm. people interested in it and then right away they said, "Look, we're going to get a man on the moon." And that was it. They they, you know, half the country was like, "Here we go." And the other half was like, "That was fake." You think about that? See now that uh, I think is a lot, there's a lot of hyperbole in there, but uh, I think that's a that's a good way to leave it off for at least what I'm going to be bringing a lot. I have a lot of the Nazi and alien stuff that we're going to do, but there's a lot of weird stuff 
about the ice wall and what else is past there, which I think is more land. I don't think it's flat earth. I think it's more land past Antarctica. I think part of it is not covered by ice. I think the climate is uh, different than we know. Well, that's the thing about the ice I wall. I, I, is, I, uh, I think the, the amount of land you can't climb in, in, in Antarctica is crazy. That's like, the thing about Antarctica so is much you can't land climb it. Oh, there. Okay. Climate. Nice. Yeah. Thank you. But you, you get my point here. Yeah. What would anyway. You, what would you like to cover on the next one? I'm writing. The, I'm taking notes right now. Let's get in depth. On aliens about, and Nazis? Uh, aliens and Nazis, for sure. Also, ancient races that might live in Antarctica. Hollow Earth. Let's get into that. Oh, fuck um, Ancient Aliens on History Channel. Ancient Racists. That'd be a great show. My point... What I said was Ancient Races. But Ancient Racist is also good. <laughs> I can't... I mean, I can't deny that, so... Uh, ancient Racist. Ancient Racist. Ancient ancient astronaut racists say yes. Ancient astronaut. Would you ever we, be an ancient astronaut theorist? The only, the most ancient and racist of astronauts. Would you ever be an ancient astronaut theorist like they have on History Channel? According to our ancient astronaut theorists. Would you ever do that for a living? I'd I'd love to be that. That's my ideal living. Hell yeah. Well, Noah, um, I think the main thing I learned today is uh, the shot collar is not sustainable for this word, especially when I'm just freaking out about it the whole time. Uh, I also learned that it's cold as fuck out here. But unfortunately, to get back to uh, the boat that I kidnapped you and brought you to Antarctica on, we have to go back outside. So uh, I can That's roof right. you again. Can I can it. chloroform you again if you'd like to, or do you want to just walk out with me? And hey, we'll man. Just, we'll just go out there. Bro, you know I love it when you roof me. You know? Oh, good. You just have that bond. All right, we'll open your mouth. Go, ah. Uh, All right, buddy, let's go. Let's get out. Let's get out here. We'll come back with like a solid, like I said, I, pro- I have... Um, about fifty clips we didn't get to, and that was my bad. So we're gonna come back. We're gonna bring okay. it. We're gonna bring in the Nazis and the aliens, and uh, we just we just kind of lay the groundwork, the foreground. But you're not gonna remember this conversation anyway, just because I uh, I just roofed you. So I don't know why I'm explaining it to you. But uh, thank you for thank you to Boobs from Behind the Schemes for boosting. Let's check those boosts again before we go. Oh, here we go. Uh, we got a boost from Junta Junta. I'm liking the ship talk, but he spelled liking like uh, L I C H E N. So that's uh, yep. another boost pun there, pun boost. Thank you, Junta. Thank you, Booberry behind the schemes for the uh, for the boost. Thank you. A little bit of Bitcoin, bitch, uh, and uh, 
All right. Um, I know you won't remember any of this, Noah. So, but let's just let's just go ahead and get the fuck out here. We gotta. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's. Oh, this, what happened to the sound? Flight. Dude, the wind completely stopped. Mm. We're fine, bro. It's like eighty degrees out here. It's crazy. They met. They it already all melted. All right. Like I said, climate change is faster than you think. <laughs> oh, God. Well, dummies, you just wasted another amount of your non-precious time listening to abs in a six-pack. When are you going to stop? You know, there's very few of you. If, you, if this is like a hands-on-a-hard-body thing of trying to figure out who will be the last person to actually listen to this show, it's a lose-lose proposition. By the way, he asked me to do this. The head moron who makes the show... <laughs> ha! The secret is, I think he's the biggest moron of all. It would indicate that you're a bigger moron for listening to his show. However, I think somehow that's not true. He actually is a bigger moron than the rest of you. Anyway, go outside, read a book, ride a bike, take a walk, go walk a dog, go kiss somebody. Whatever there's, I can think of one million things to do better than listen to this dumb, crummy show. Abs in a six-pack. Well, I bet for most of you, you're half right. <laughs> this is Master Shake. Do something with your lives. <laughs>